Welcome back to PT Meal Physical Therapy Podcast, a potluck of insights and information from Pinoy physical therapists for Pinoy physical therapists. Our guest for today is Catherine Joyce Quadra. She is a physical therapist. She earned her bachelor's degree in PT from the University of Santo Tomas. She finished her master's program in health profession education with a magna cum laude in the same university. She is currently affiliated with the University of Santo Tomas College of Rehabilitation Sciences, handling courses for the physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech-language pathology, and sports science departments. She is currently an officer of the Philippine Physical Therapy Association and a member in the Congress Program Committee of the World Confederation for Physical Therapy Congress 2021. She has a number of publications as well as speaking engagements regarding ethics, research, teaching, and evidence-based practice. So, in this episode, she talks about her passion for research, her own teaching methods, and the concept of interprofessional education and collaboration. So, comment it anywhere, and let's take a listen. All right. Uh, thank you very much again, Miss Kath. Kath Esquadra for being in the show. Thank you, and for the opportunity. All right. So, uh, for those who don't know you, Kath, could you give us uh, a brief introduction of how you started in physical therapy and what are your roles right now? Uh, okay. So, I'm Catherine Joy Esquadra. I am currently affiliated in the University of Santa Tomas. I'm an academician for, I think, for the past approximately seven to eight years. And uh, my interest right now is into interprofessional education and into research methodology. So what, how did I get into physical therapy? Um, To be Mm -hmm. honest, initially, I, my dream was to be a medical doctor. I think Uh, like most of the (laughs) Filipinos. And it was actually a recommendation of my uncle, who was a physical therapist uh, in the Middle East before, to take up physical therapy as a pre-medicine course. Because according to him, it's a good pre-med course because it has anatomy and physiology. And at the same time, if ever I don't want to proceed with medicine anymore, I could still get a job because it, a separate profession by itself. Right, right. I think that's uh, a lot of Filipinos are uh, thinking that way. So if 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 ever they don't go or proceed to yeah uh, med to school, medicine. they have a fallback. Yeah. So yes. you mentioned because uh, I met you when we when I was also teaching in USD, and mm. then I was already amazed how you were able to yeah really <laughs> i'm already <laughs> amazed with how you juggle um what do you call this uh the, the data analysis part mm. investment because i'm i was having a hard time um understanding data analysis i love numbers but and i love research but i'm not sure about data analysis, so i leave it up to the statisticians, statisticians. but okay. yes but you do that too right yeah. You you also <laughs> analyze data for other um, researchers, right? Yes. So uh, right now, if I have a free time, I do that. 
Uh -huh. So where did you get that um, inclination to, to research methods, mm -hmm. to data analysis? Um, well, to be honest, uh, back in high school, I initially disliked math when I was in first year high school because, really? yes, <laughs> believe it or not, po, uh, because if I remember it correctly, <laughs> my first, my first exam, major exam in math in high school, I think I got a grade of line of eight po. So, yun. Medyo na-frustrate na ako. So, I initially really disliked math. But later on, um, upon trying other fields of math, the algebra specifically po, mm. um, I liked it. Maybe because may formula. Okay? So, okay. I think, um, because, uh, well, my personality po kasi it's more of I overanalyze a lot of the uh -huh. times. Okay. So, Yun yung nakita kong beauty with math eh. Is that may formula ka na if follow and if you already have a formula, you just plug in the numbers and then you'll see the correct answer. So as simple as that. That's why I, yeah, siguro yun po talaga. Yun yung nag-start ng pagkagusto ko with math and with research. Because you have an algorithm to follow. So how do you, for, for students who have a hard time grasping concepts like that, how do you make it easy for them? Um, siguro po, one of the things that I have learned in graduate school is that you have to teach it how you learn it. Okay. So, so usually kasi every time I, I read or learn something new, hmm. to be honest, hindi ko siya mamememorize if I don't understand it. So, hmm. ganon. So, as much as possible, every time I... I, I teach yun niya. It's how I really learned it. And as I've mentioned a while ago, ano kasi ako, medyo ma-algorithm ako. So if you would look at my lessons, mayroong, okay, step one, okay? Where will you start? Step two, yeah, yeah, step three. Medyo ganon. Ganon. Uh -huh. So ganon talaga. Medyo ganon ako. So that's why, siguro ganon, yun yung reason bakit ko siya nagustuhan. And that's how I teach it again. Uh, so basta, you understand the process, magigets mo na yung concept. Yes, so para, more of ganun talaga ako. Parang may flowchart ka na. Yes, yes, oh, this, oh, algorithm. Yes, here, no, down there. Parang ganun. Yes. Ah, okay, okay. Yes. Makes sense. Yes. Ah, and I think yun talaga yung beauty ng research. Although, to be honest, nung simula, akala ko talaga parang yung research, parang puro scientific breakthrough, knowing what is the most valid assessment tool, knowing what is right. the most valid management. But later right. on, I realized that uh, it's research would not tell you always what is right, but research would tell you how to know what is right from what is wrong. Because research is really the process of thinking. Kaya uh, ayun. <laughs> I, uh, parang ano siya, it sounds like a, a hugot. Ah. Pero maganda yung, uh, <laughs> yung lesson. Because ah. yun, yun naman you. talaga eh. Um, uh -huh. What I always tell my students po is, um, Yung what is true right now will not always mm -hmm. be true after five years, after ten right. years. So, so siguro if may something it. talaga na dapat ma-instill ma sa kanila, it's their ability to decipher what is right and what is wrong. So, yun, it's the process. And I think yun yeah. yung purpose of research. Mm -hmm. Hindi talaga yung, ano, yung mga highfalutin words. <laughs> it's uh -huh. really knowing how to decipher what's right from what's wrong. Oh, 
Okay, so it's not really so in research, nothing is absolute. What yes, if, I think in life din naman, sir, in general. So bad, right? yeah. <laughs> the only permanent thing is change, right? Yes. Yung mga uh, constant. Uh, <laughs> and for PT rin naman talaga, kasi diba, yung mga dating nag-work before, yung mm-hmm. mga dating nagiging popular. Eh, right now, mm-hmm. may mga lumalabas na research na hindi talaga siya okay. But we cannot mm-hmm. say na hindi, hindi talaga siya okay to begin with. Kasi baka dati talaga okay siya, pero ngayon hindi na siya okay. Kasi maraming factors eh. Mm-hmm. Kaya yun, things, the truth will always change. <laughs> so you have to know how to know which is the truth, which is not the truth at this point in time. So yun. Right. But you also said before, I, I don't know if it was you, but I read somewhere before that uh, even parang if something doesn't have, um, what do you call this, a proof of effectivity, does it mean that it's not effective? Ay, oh, oh. Oh, before yun yes, eh. yes. Oh, So, kahit wala pa siyang proof ngayon, It doesn't mean na... Uh, it's not true. Parang, I think the exact uh-huh. one was, the absence of evidence doesn't necessarily mean that it's not effective. Right, right. So, ganun pa rin ang paniniwala. It's, it's, even if there is no evidence, we try to decipher why it works yes. or why it doesn't work. Yes. Mm. Kasi, well, siguro iba-iba lang rin yung pananaw. But again, mm. different things will work for different people for different mm-hmm. setting, for different timeline. So, yun. Right. It's your ability to, yun nga, critically appraise, to critically analyze. Yun naman yung importante. Mm-hmm. So, it's not, so research methods really teach you a lot Frame more on uh, reasoning talaga siya and discerning and deciphering. Yes. Nice! <laughs> yes, sir. So, hindi naman so, talaga siya highfalutin talaga, no? <laughs> Kasi technically, right, so, naman in our process, ba? When we are hmm. doing our assessment for planning as PTs, ginagawa naman din talaga natin siya. True. And, and we also, for treatment, we also try to uh, look for evidences or, or articles that point us hmm. to a good direction to make yes, a, a proper clinical decision, right? Yes. Amazing. Yes. So, that is why you're interested in research, pero paano ka naman napunta sa academe? Just ko. <laughs> uh, well, for that one, sige, to be honest, uh, dati I had a promise to myself na I won't go to academe because mm-hmm. um, we're actually a family of teachers. Uh, my oh, dad is okay. a professor in, Philippine, uh, in Polytechnic University of the Philippines. And then my... My grandpa and my grandma, mother's side, both teachers rin po uh, in elementary. And then my uncle, father's side, also a teacher. My, my aunties and others, also teachers. So talagang we're a family of teachers. So before when I when I was studying in high school, naisip ko lang na, ay, parang dapat may bago naman. Hindi na ako magti-teacher. Dapat maging uh, health professional naman ako. Uh, but... Siguro, ano ba? <laughs> Alagi ko sa ginagamit na term pag may tong, nagtatanong sa akin ito. Is parang feeling ko medyo na-peer, na, na-encourage ako ng mga peers ko to to go into academe. So, and again, uh, I don't have any intentions back in college to to go into academe. But uh, a lot of people kept on telling me that 
I know how to teach, that I teach well. So they always mm-hmm. give me a comment na ang, ang ayos mong mag-organize ng information, mas madali siya pag ikaw yung nagsasabi. So pwede kang magturo. And siguro yung pinaka naging encouragement ko talaga, um, back uh, when I was in internship, I think sa Loyola, di ba mm-hmm. po, or Sir, do you, yung, if you would remember, um, nagbivisit, may mga clinical instructor na nagbivisit yeah. for the uh-huh. interns every month. And, and ang nagbivisit nung month na yun sa amin was Mom Ann Aceron, Dean Ann Aceron. And mm-hmm. um, nakaleave kasi siya nung time ng student kami. So, hindi talaga kami masyadong close talaga. Hindi, hindi niya rin, na, I think hindi niya naman ako kilala nun per personally dati, eh, wala kaming previous interaction. Tapos nagulat ako kasi while we're preparing for a report, narinig niya ako kung paano ako ayun, mag-organize ng report. And then, right there and then, sinabi niya sa akin, uy, pwede kang maging teacher, ah. So parang ako, ay, talaga ba? So, ayun, kasi na peer pressure, na encourage ng mga peer, na yon siguro ano rin, uh, well, a lesson for that is, minsan talaga, uh, well, may nagsabi sa akin nun eh, na parang sometimes it's good to listen to other people because they see things that you do not see. Kasi diba, kung ikaw lang yung tumitingin sa sarili mo, hindi mo man, hindi ka makakapaniwalan, uy, kaya ko pala to. Ano? So, siguro right. yun. Yun yung, may nakita yung ibang tao na initially hindi ko nakita. So, yun. So, paano yung steps doon? Did hmm. you, like, uh, ask uh, okay. me if, if there's an opening? Parang ganun. <laughs> Nako, funny talaga yung story ko dito, sir. Oh, ano so, maganda? <laughs> uh, so, initially nga, uh, again, di ba, I did not plan for it. So, when mm-hmm. I, I graduated, as in, and, and I passed the board exam, as in, no idea ko what to do. So, sinabihan lang ako ng mama ko, e, mag-submit ka lang ng, ng CV mo to all of the centers na may opening. And then, tingnan mo kung may mauna. So, uh-huh. I think I was volunteering back then sa AMRC. Nag-AMRC mm-hmm. po ako for one month to volunteer. And then, one day, pagkagising ko na lang, naisip ko, what if mag-submit din ako sa CRS? So, sabi ko, okay, sige, mag-submit ako sa CRS. So, nag-submit po ako on that day. And funny story, when I submitted, Sir D2, Sir Donald Manlapas was there. He was the college secretary back then. And then, when I submitted my paper, sabi niya sa akin, Hala, sorry, kahapon yung deadline. Oh, so, sabi ko, hala, oh my God. Ay ko, okay, sabi ko, so, sige sir, okay lang po, no problem. Pero sabi niya sa akin was, ah, sige, but you give your CV because it could be, uh, um, ano ba, it could be, um, parang, itago na lang muna siya and then if ever uh-huh. may opening, we will just call you. So, parang uh-huh. ko, ah, okay, sige po. And then that night, I received a message from Mom Che, from Dean, from Dean Cheryl Peralta, Dr. Cheryl Peralta. And yun nga, she told me na wala ngang opening. So parang mm-hmm. ako, well, kilala mo naman ako, medyo emotional ako. Noong <laughs> uh-huh, time na yun, uh-huh. naiyak ako. And then, nung umiyak ako, I've inanalyzed ko sarili ko. Sabi, bakit ako umiyak? Ayaw ko nga mag-teacher, di ba? Uh-huh. Yun, then I realized na baka gusto ko siya talaga. Ay, yun. And then, so yun, hindi po, hindi po, diba? Kasi walang, walang opening. But surprisingly, mm-hmm. after two weeks, um, nagkaroon ng changes with regards to the admin because na-promote po, may mga 
na-promote ng mga tao. So, Ma'am Che, uh, well, initially, hindi pa po siya yung dean doon. She was the department chair. But uh, on that year, before the academic year started, she became the, de- the dean po. So, mm-hmm. since may nag-move up ng mga places, merong naging opening, so, ayun po, sinabihan ako na, uy, pwede ka ulit mag-apply. And then, yun na po, tuloy-tuloy na. So, di ba? Hindi naman talaga siya yung, uy, nagturo. Hindi naman ako yung ni-recommend. Hindi naman yung So, I applied, and then, yun nga, initially, walang slot. And then, yun, naging ano. Yun. So, pr- probably, it's really meant for you kung gano'n. Siguro <laughs> <laughs> and now you're enjoying it. Kasi hindi talaga siya, no? Hindi siya yung ideal way na yung, alam mo yun, yung nag-apply ka lang and yun na yun. Parang may no, so mga iba pa. Yes po. But to be honest, nung nagtuturo ako, again po, dahil hindi ko siya, ang, ang, ang pagkakaintindi ko lang dati is you just teach kung ano yung alam mo. Siguro what mm-hmm. made me really passionate or, uh, what, what made me really passionate about education was taking up yung master's degree ko. Because in mm-hmm. my master's degree, I was able to meet different teachers. Teachers uh-huh. uh, sa medicine, teachers ng preschool, teacher ng elementary and high school. And dun ko na-appreciate that uh, education, the teaching is a science and an art at the same time. So, yun. Kasi so, parang you found mentors in them. Yes, sir. And then, dun ko rin realize na if I'm really passionate about research, I have to use education as a tool mm-hmm. so that people would appreciate more research and would get more things using research. So, yon Parang, ano yan, two combos ko yan, yung research and yung education. And education. So, parang umiikot lang. Yes, so, you sir. research so that you can teach something and you teach something so you can research. Yes, sir. Ganon. Right. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so oh. let's go now to one of uh, the uh, topics that we, we were going to discuss, yung IPEC. So, um, what is IPEC first? What is IPEC? Okay, so, IPEC is uh, actually composed of two, of two concepts. It's IPE, mm-hmm. which refers... Mm-hmm to interprofessional education is mm-hmm. learning about from and with other healthcare healthcare professional students while IPC is interprofessional collaboration which would be working together with other healthcare professionals so the I, the, the concept IPEC in general came from the framework of WHO back in 2010 so according to WHO since worldwide, one of the major concerns would be really uh, health problems. And aside from health problems, there is a decrease of healthcare professionals. So according to WHO, one of the strategies that uh, every country could do to address these concerns for better health outcomes would be the integration of interprofessional collaboration. But since uh, collaboration is something that is not discuss directly in school, okay? right. they suggested that IPC should go hand in hand with IPE. So for you to be able to produce uh, healthcare professionals who are collaborative ready, you should have an IPE in place in your curriculum. So yun po, yung IPEC. Ah, so, so where did you um, 
learn this concept? Did you attend the seminar or conference? Ah, I um, Well, to be honest, my first exposure for IPEC was when I was asked to accompany uh, a USD students to Migata University. Mm-hmm. Migata University Health and Welfare, yes, in Japan. So mm-hmm. they have this uh, yearly one-week one IPE program wherein mm-hmm. IPE concepts would be discussed on the first day and for the succeeding days, students coming from different professions would be working together to solve one hypothetical case. And then the last day would be the presentation. So, yeah, that's what that's one of my first exposure. And then after that, um, I tried attending more seminars related to it. And I was, uh, I was, fortunate enough to be given a chance to attend a a one-week training by WHO in in collaboration with Gunma University, uh, also in Japan, Mm -hmm. uh, about uh, IPEC training. So it's actually a free training that is conducted every year. So healthcare mm-hmm. professionals and healthcare educate health educators uh, are actually encouraged to attend that, that program. It's one week program po, and again, it's funded by the WHO. Also, this is not an, a new concept, so it's it's been around for a long time. Um, well, to be honest, because when you ask people about collaboration first, they would say na it's really not a new concept. But I mm-hmm. think uh, right now, kaya po nagkakaroon ng more interest with the IPE because mm-hmm. ngayon lang nagkakaroon ng more publications about it. Because right. before, when we talk about collaboration, usually the concepts of majority would be just asking your students to do a group work together. But mm-hmm. right now, what we're trying to do do is to educate people that it's not enough that you ask your students to work together because usually when you ask people to work together there will still be some concerns like conflicts differences mm-hmm. so uh, um, yung role po ng integrating the IPE is to help people understand uh, or to find strategies how will they resolve conflicts how will they resolve differences yung parang ganun po so this is not just applicable sa practice, but also like in a like a physical therapy setting, but also in education. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. So when we technically talk about technically po kasi when sorry po technically po kasi collaboration is one of the skills that is required for twenty first century learners. So, yun, yun din yung isa sa mga connection for it. Because mm-hmm. when, I, when I first heard uh, IPEC, so I, I thought that parang in, in PT school, we were taught that there would be times that we would meet with other professionals in the rehab team. So, it, I don't know what we... It, it, was it multidisciplinary approach? Mm-hmm. Parang ganun. So, we... We, we have a meeting, uh, it would, the case would be presented, then the OT would say their part, speech would say their part, the doctor would say their part, and the PD would say their part. So how is it different from that concept of multidisciplinary approach to a interprofessional collaboration? It would, is it uh, different or? 
Um, well, they're the same because po, um, the concept is working together. But the primary mm. difference would be uh, in multidisciplinary, um, basically, um, well, if you would look at the model of the inter of the multidisciplinary po, um, the there is communication, but the communication mm-hmm. between the healthcare professionals are not constant. It's not constant. So meaning right. they just communicate when they when there is a need to communicate. So usually, um, ang need to communicate na time is kapag medyo malala na yung pasyente. So ah, this is in conscious true. with that. Yes, po. This is in conscious with IPE where with IPC wherein ang ang pinaka thrust when you go to the model is that there is constant communication with the healthcare mm-hmm. professionals and what um, what was suggested is actually there should be communication before during and after your patient interaction and yun rin po in the interprofessional model it's really patient centered so aside from communicating with the healthcare team sometimes for some models they also include the patient in the decision making po ah Oh, so, yun po. It's really kung saan yung time ng communication. Yun yung pinakaalam. Mm-hmm. Yun yung mas integral part doon. Yes, sir. Before, during, and after. Yes, sir. Uh, Although, to be honest, mahirap siya. It's very oh. ideal. Because as uh-huh. we all know, um, as healthcare professionals, we have a lot of load, no? So, Correct. yun nga. Minsan nga, hindi mo na nakakausap yung relative mo. Eh. What more pa yun? yung other healthcare professional. But mm-hmm. premise is, if you would work closely together at, the, at an early time, mas magiging lesser yung problem with the patient. You'll, you'll get mm-hmm. your, you'll achieve your goals faster. Mm-hmm. So, yun po. Although yun lang, working... again, it's not that, ano po, ay sige pa. Ikaw, go on. Ay sige po, lang, go. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm working in a skilled nursing facility, so mm-hmm. I see that mm-hmm. working in a setting na the the professionals are in a in one place pero when i was working ah, in home health it's different because yes. we don't usually meet magkikita lang kami once a week for that communication yeah we're going to communicate to the case manager what we found what are problems and issues but you're right it's it's different when you say multidisciplinary because we just we kind of just report what we're seeing. Yes, yes. More as of one way. To, yeah, as opposed to we deciding together collectively. Yes, yes, so that's ma'am. IPC. Yes, sir. Ah, got it. Although got yun it. lang po, again, logistically, hindi pa po siya, hindi pa, well, hindi pa po siya accepted or hindi pa siya ma, ma-decipher how will mm-hmm. you implement it because logistically, there's still a lot of concerns. But, um, I have attended a conference in uh, in Hong Kong. I think that was back in 2018, and mm-hmm. um, I was surprised that in Taiwan, eh, um, it was mentioned that uh, big hospitals there will not be accredited by their government if they don't practice interprofessional collaboration. Mm-hmm. So they have a model there, pero ang ginagawa po nila, medyo iba po siya from the usual. So, ang mangyayari, if tama po ang pagkakaalala, is that before the day starts, uh, yung first hour is really for IPC. So, there's a dedicated time for a meeting for IPC and then they would go over all, all of the patients. So, yun. 
it's a very good model but again mm-hmm. hindi mo naman pwedeng agad ma-implement yung ganong change uh-huh. for current institutions so um currently marami pang kung studies na nagte-try to determine what could be the best model for for uh-huh. different institutions for different schools or hospitals Right. Kasi in the, the perfect world, yes. <laughs> pwede tayo magtawag ng uh, professionals. Okay, let's sit down mm-hmm. on this and be productive with that meeting. Pero having that load, each of the, the professionals, yes. the, the, the healthcare professionals have their own loads. They have to manage their own time as well. Yes. So, yun nga, I think that's logistically mahihirapan nga if yes, it's a yes. different setting. But yes. yeah, I see. It's I a very think, big change. Um, well, to be honest, aside from dun sa one na hospital setting, majority mm. of the IPC models that we've seen are actually integrated in community setting and community-based oh, okay. rehabilitation setting. So, siguro ayun nga po, baka iba-iba pa talaga yung model. So, it's really exciting to ano pa, to explore what could possibly work. But right now, we're very happy because more and more people are uh, are aware about IPC. So that's the initial step naman po for any big changes. <laughs> right. It's it's for more people to know what it is yes, so that they can see the applicability yes. or probably change in their facility. Yes. Uh, so, but you, there was already... Uh, the Philippine IPEC, right? So how did this yes, come into fruition? Um, so the Philippine Interprofessional Education and Collaboration Network was actually a result of a post-conference workshop after the first Philippine Interprofessional Education and Collaboration Conference back in 2018. So mm-hmm. this I idea was actually a product of what we call an inter-university collaboration between the oh. University of Santo Tomas College of Rehabilitation Sciences. So for CRS, uh, we had the departments of OTP, speech, and sports science working together for this conference in collaboration with the Angeles University Foundation um, College for Allied Medical Profession or CAMP. So Sa kanila naman po, if we had PTOTSLP and SPS, uh, for them, ang nag-help po with the, with the workshop, uh, with the conference, are majority coming from the pharmacy department and the medical technology department. So it's really an interprofession, it's an interprofessional and an inter-university collaboration po. Oh, okay. So what is... What can we learn from um, the the pharmacy and, and the med side, med med tech side, as as rehab professionals? Ah, okay, wow, okay, sige, good question, mm. po, no? Well, uh, to be honest, um, aside from acad uh, academ, uh, to be honest, mm-hmm. I haven't worked with them yet, po. But mm-hmm. I attended one workshop uh, where we had a hypothetical case, and in our mm-hmm. team we had med tech and we had uh, pharmacy, uh, pharmacist eh, mm-hmm. uh, working on that case. And I think primarily yung pinakamatutunan po is really more of on the medications for the pharmacist mm-hmm. and for the medical uh-huh. technologists, it would be the different tests that mm-hmm. could uh, lead to results that would be significant for us to consider in exercise prescription. Correct. So um, do you see this... Um... Because we're in in the same building as nursing and and medicine. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, Do you see yes, a class being formed 
where it would comprise of uh, the rehab professionals, students, uh, the med students, and the nursing students. In, in Actually, sir, the biggest dream for UST, since UST is only in, located in one campus with different yeah. professionals, the goal is actually right. to have, huh, hopefully, <laughs> uh, one, <laughs> one class or one activity that would uh, be com that would be attended not just by healthcare professionals but as well as other students from other disciplines like engineering or architecture. That's right. the biggest. Because oh, yeah. uh, we have a very good advantage that different students from different disciplines are in one one campus lang po eh. Pero mm -hmm. that's a very very big dream. But now we are currently starting po with an IPE course for for the CRS. So uh, next year, uh, next year, uh, next academic year, first term, we would be all offering the first IPE course and this would be uh, offered to OTPT speech and sports science students. So we'll see uh, so what, we, what we can do after that. Also, uh, the, the, these students from different, like from, from OT uh, department, they can attend in a class together. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, That's what we're planning. So, pero logistically, it's still uh -huh. managed because uh -huh. as you know, there are there are some concerns with classroom reservation with the schedules of students so we're still uh, finding the best way to uh, mm -hmm. to have an IP a so-called IPE day that will be dedicated for IP activities next term so hopefully we can do that yeah that's a good training ground because here because we're coming meeting and we discuss things but it would be nice uh, if, if students yeah, at a student level, na 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 practice nila yon. So like, what does ah, yeah. OT do for a patient? What yes, uh, does SLP students do for a patient? Or what can sports science or uh, uh, personal or professionals do to uh, with a patient? So magandang yes, na train na sila. Yes, sir. And para magkakilala kilala naren sila, kasi they're just in one college, in one building. And they will be there for four, at least four years. So, yun, maganda na rin naman po talaga. Might as well get acquainted. Yes, you start sir. your network in school na. That is part one of my interview with Kath. Stay tuned for part two, where she talks about the WCPT and the importance of being involved in your organization. Hope to see you again.